hush. The phone kept ringing and ringing. But no one was moving. No one was going to answer it. And I looked at my aunt and said, answer the phone. It's Uncle Lloyd and he's really upset. And then the phone started ringing. So it rang before in my head. And then it rang for real. But it sounded the same to me. She went to the phone and picked it up. And she was looking at me while she was talking on it. And as soon as she hung up, she told me to leave. She told me she didn't want me to come back. And that was hurtful. And I thought, what is wrong with me that these things keep happening? At dances, I would hear songs start to play before they really played. I even mentioned it once to a friend and said, oh, I love that song. And she said, what song? There's no song playing. And I told her the song, and then right afterwards it started playing. People looked at me like I was weird. My father had made me feel like, you know, oh, this is a normal thing, all kids are this way. But no, no. And it became painful to have the experiences or to do this in front of other people, I guess is what I mean. I just, it became something that I knew was different and people treated me different. I used to make calls to Boston to a radio station because they'd have talk show and there was things on that were interesting and <clears throat> had to do with the paranormal. And so I called quite a bit and the uh, talk show host started calling me the little witch girl from Portland. And then the people I went to school with heard that and that started some issues it made me really uncomfortable. I used to listen to other talk shows and just was really interested in, in all of this. So other than dreams, I had knew when things, you know, I could hear things before I really heard them, if that makes any sense. But I started with all the to kind of shut down and block the large jam in my spiritual river is all I can describe it as. And I saw it that way. And you know, if you vision dream it, it becomes <clears throat> what it is. The power of the mind. The mind is so, so powerful. So I, when I envisioned that, that's what happened. It started blocking up. And <clears throat> throughout, I'd say until, you know, going into high school, that I pretty much abandoned stuff. I blocked it so it couldn't happen. And um, that's how it was.
in addition to the uh, log jam and the things that were happening that were causing the long log jams, I discovered that I was an empath. I didn't know that that was what it was called back then, but I had uh, experiences where people would come up to me and tell me their whole life story, and I didn't even know them. They'd tell me really kind of personal things, and I didn't even know them. My boss told me one time, he said, you know, strangers come up to you, and they tell you things that they would never tell anybody else. And I said, nah, that's not true. And he said, oh, it is. It's like you have a sign above your head that says, come to me. Your information is safe with me. And uh, one time I was with him, and and um, I had to go to the bank and get some money out and then go to a Western Union to send it. And this guy come up to me when I come out of the Western Union, and he said, oh, I saw you going into the bank. And uh, he just started talking to me about personal matters. And my boss is behind him where he can't see, and he's pointing at him, and he's mouthing to me, see, see, what did I tell you? And uh, I guess that was the first time I really realized that people did that with me. And that's happened all my life. And really, there's things I really don't want. Maybe it's because I'm a good listener. I don't know. Oh, I have a meaning dream. And something that's never been in a meaning dream before. I had a, like a um, guide, and it was a unicorn. And I thought, what the heck? This is strange to have a unicorn guiding me in my dream, but whatever. I was uh, dreaming that I was trying to catch him, and I was kept I had a rope with a lasso I kept trying to put it around his neck or whatever but I got it on his horn and started pulling and pulling and got him into the house where my mother lived and got him to lay down on the bed and what happened is he laid on the bed the unicorn and he turned over and he became the Christ child. And I'm not very religious. I'm spiritual, yeah, but I don't have religious visions and stuff. <clears throat> but I thought, I woke up and I thought, what in the world does this have to, you know, I always look for the meaning in my meaning dreams. And uh, I started looking up things and saw that, um, and I was pregnant. I, this is like two weeks before Christmas. And I saw things about the 
unicorn being depicted in tapestries that that showed the birth of Christ. And I dug a little deeper, and <clears throat> and um, I I'd say probably it was three or four hours after I had woken up, I started to get pains, and I was not due to have a baby yet. But I ended up going into the hospital. I had a bleeding problem, and so we had to make sure that everything was all right. But I was not ready yet. And uh, to make a long story short, um, the baby was born two days before Christmas and died Christmas Day. So, and it was believed that he died because of contamination in my drinking water. So I started fighting for clean water and people saw me on TV doing this and they started calling me and a group of of us went to Washington to fight for the reauthorization of Superfund which is a law that clean used to clean up the worst hazardous waste sites and monoplane with other people there was another mother with me and something just compelled me to ask her about dreams and I said do you ever have dreams that have meaning and she was like yes and so she started telling me about her dream and so I told her about different ones of mine and I said I had a meaning dream um, and then lost my child, and I told her about it. And we went to Washington, and we, you know, finally the next it we were effective because the next day they put Superfund <clears throat> up for a vote, and it passed. But she had told me, sent me some things after we got back about the unicorn, and it really made some sense to me in a spiritual way, that it, it said how the unicorn, the waters were poisoned, and the unicorn went down to the water to drink. The other animals couldn't drink. And when he bent down his horn, touched the water, and cleansed it so that all the other animals could drink. And there were other things about it, the unicorn I, I ended up with a couple of <clears throat> soft cover books that uh, I learned a lot from, and it meant, meant a lot to me. Um, in in as far as I dreamt the you know with the unicorn as a guide, so I started like I said I got right into environmental stuff and um, the that particular first dream with the unicorn. Um, it's almost as though the unicorn's horn was breaking down the log jams too because I started to have more and more dreams and visions. And um, I did dream one time when I was working with a community that was by a chemical company. I had an awful dream. The unicorn was walking and going across my field of vision and 
he kind of stopped and looked at me, directly at me, and then proceeded to look straight and walk. And he went right over a cliff, and there was people following him, and they were moaning and crying out and burning and all just horrendous. Walked and right over the cliff. And I woke up and I thought, oh my God, I've, something's going to happen. This is, this is dangerous. These people were all burning and they were, it was like a, like a uh, apocalyptic kind of thing. And um, <clears throat> that day, there was a chemical leak at the plant that we were working with the people by. So that really, that dream really empowered me to push harder and fight harder for those people in that community. And as strange as it seems, the unicorn has been in a few of my dreams showing me things. And still to this day, there's some things I don't understand that he's shown me. Um, I talked to an Indian friend of mine, and she, I asked her, and she said, sometimes meanings to dreams don't come immediately. Some take years. So I, I really believe that's the case because um, I'm still waiting on the meaning of some of them. But as I said, the, the uh, unicorn, I have one where he's standing next to me. One dream standing next to me. And there's this old, old man in a bed, really old. And I'm wondering who he is. And the unicorn's to my left. And he's kind of describing things. And then this guy kind of rose up on the bed straight, very straight. His feet were, you know, like he was standing, but above the bed. And he said, his arms went up in the air and he said, citizens of Ishtar, arise. And his eyes lit up and I thought, I was terrified. And I still don't know the meaning of that dream, but that was powerful. So the unicorn has been a guide with me in many dreams and kind of quietly mind to mind, telling me things. My son, Gregory, his, in his just short two days of living, was the impetus behind a movement for me where I met hundreds of people. I felt terrible, terrible pain that they were having. It just, uh, 20 years of activism came out of that and chopped away at that log jam so that there was nothing left.
my little Gregory was the unicorn. <laughs>